Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Ashback. And I'm putting your patience to the test. I'm putting your body on the line for less. I don't know what that's from. Uh, well, if you can't figure it out, man, don't have a, the strokes about it. Uh, I think you'll be okay. Oh, you're quoting Bart Simpson. Yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah that is one of Bart Simpson's famous songs, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Machu Picchu. No, d- d- don't have a stroke, man. Yeah, don't have a don't have a the strokes, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh for some reason he got like a Jamaican accent in like the ten to fifteen season range in the Simpsons. Well, I'm pretty sure Simpsons have been in Jamaica. They have, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure they uh did braids and definitely uh appropriated cultures. Can we cancel the Simpsons now? I like how that's that encapsulates your entire knowledge of Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did braids appropriated cultures. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, that's that that's is the thing that white people do when they go to Jamaica. Oh man. My mom went to Jamaica. I should ask her if she got braids over there so I can cancel my mom. Yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> for her honeymoon yeah. when she was like 23. Yeah, great. She was younger than yeah. me. It's time for those seeds to be reaped. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Yep. Sown? No? I don't know. Do you, I, I'm mixing my metaphors. Uh, Yeah, you sow the seeds, right? We've got a, a sure. statue not, yeah. not 10 miles yeah. from here called the Seed Sower. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it's called. Sure. Yeah? Sure. We're just going to go with it. How you been, bud? You did anything cool? Well, went to a bunch of shows. You know, uh, did you go? Did you got a the few more hanging out. State or country? No, did I? You had to no. really think about it. Yeah, you had to really, really think no. about it. No, well, I mean, I, I was in D.C. Yeah, well, I think last time we talked, but yeah, uh, Alex was in actual Columbia, the, yeah, 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 the yeah. district of, yeah. and uh, thanks for bringing back all that good cocaine. Yeah, no all. problem. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And those sweet, sweet cigars. Yeah, you're welcome. Not Cuban cigars, but you no, brought, no, no, you brought no, us no. back some Jamaican cigars. No, not even that. I brought back some uh, uh, Black and Mild. Oh man, from yeah. where? What's like the vintage? Like what year was? Oh, it, were they, they were uh, they were a nice 2021 vintage. Ah, uh, the tobacco leaves that they farmed oh, yeah. the uh, champagne or red wine Black and Milds mm. from that year were so good. Yeah. The, a nice subtle Riesling, actually. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Uh, this, this, are we off the rails yet? No. Is it official? No, we're still no. on the rails. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm Matt. That's Alex. Uh, mm-hmm. We talk about comic books, but do you have anything else that you want to talk about before we talk about comic books today? No. You want to say any jokes? Uh, I, I don't know any. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm out. I'm yeah. fresh yeah. out of jokes. Yeah. Um, the last one I told somebody told me it wasn't funny, so yeah, good. We're good. Yeah, you want to get some news? Is there any? There's a okay. There's light news. Uh, it's like very very little stuff going on before we get to our our main meat in the the bluest of the Beatles today. Sure. Who do you think was the saddest Beatle? Uh, I would say probably John, as he was dying from a gunshot wound. As he was dying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. I I think it's the... Or uh, you could also argue, not technically a... Remember, but George Harrison's guitar had a song about its own sadness. It it wept Mm -hmm. so gently. Yeah. (laughs) So it's got to be Harrison, Mm -hmm. right? No, not Harrison. His guitar. He didn't say as he, as his guitar. It's a metaphor, man. He was stoic. (laughs) It's a metaphor, right? No, it's very literal. 
Oh, maybe that song is like about his like wiener. Every like, Beatles song is 100% literal. Do you think? <laughs> do you think the the metaphor in that song is like he like had an STD? No, 100% like, literal. His guitar was his ding dong. I'm still looking for the and octopus's garden this day. Like, <laughs> weeping a little bit. Fine, don't take my jokes. Fuck you. We'll talk about the news. We'll just continue this podcast like it's nothing. Scott Pilgrim has an anime coming out oh, November yeah, yeah, the yeah. 17th. Let's talk about the next bit of news. I don't care. Moving on. Just kidding. Did you see the yeah. teaser? No, I didn't watch the teaser. Yeah? Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, it's fine. I'll watch it. I'm not like stoked for it. Like I love the movie, I love, I love the comic, but it's 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 all the voice actors are bad. Yeah, it's it's the exact same thing. Yeah, well, no, it's not. Okay, it's animated and it's, it's a TV series. It's a different show or it's a different story. Is it? Yeah, hundred percent. That is confirmed by Brian Lee O'Malley, the writer. Okay, well now I'm more interested. Scott I thought Pilgrim it was the exact same story. No, no, no. Okay, it is a whole new story. Okay, they said if you read the comic books, it is not that. So cool. Yeah. Our style is the exact same. Okay. Is it that uh, Scott has to make friends with her seven exes? <laughs> it's the, it, they just inversed it. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have to defeat them. He's got to befriend them. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. Um, we got a look at the um, last Ronin video game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that uh, a little bit last week. Um, just the fact that it existed. And sure. we saw a little uh, a little snippet of it. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts on it? I'm excited, uh, but that's about it. You gonna give any spoilers for the last Ronin? Uh, no, I certainly <laughs> not. Fair. I don't either. Uh, there's a Hellboy game. Yep. What weird? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, rem- are you interested in? This? Yeah, I'll I'll play the game. Like it's not gonna be like a full seventy six dollar game. I imagine it'll be twenty thirty bucks. I'll pick it up and play it. Yeah, from what I saw the trailer wise, it did not look like it would be a pricey game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which in that case, yeah, I'd but be I, I did like the style, like the art style seemed like it was like the comic book art. It style. was it was Mignola, yeah, yeah. art for sure, which is cool. But I mean, it's also limited in the fact that it doesn't look beautiful sure. on like a four K television yeah. when you're playing a game. Um, <laughs> uh, all you Swifties out there, uh, Taylor Swift is rumored to be playing uh, Dazzler. Uh, as a cameo in Deadpool 3. I'll be surprised if that happens. I would be shocked if it doesn't happen at this point. What do you are you that against Taylor Swift and money? I I don't care for Taylor Swift. Why not? Her her music? What did her music ever do to you? Um how many songs of Taylor Swift have you listened to? Probably about 3. Okay. Knowingly three. I mean, I probably heard others. I didn't <laughs> know it was her. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, that is way too few Taylor Swift songs. No. For you to have heard in your life. No. I feel like. No. And I'm not saying that you need to like go listen to an album front to back. No. I just feel like you should, you know, be aware of, you know, a half dozen by now. No. Okay. I mean, I will play them for your children. When We're you- no longer in a monoculture. Okay. I've been told that you need babysitters. Uh, I think I will sign up and play your children only Taylor Swift. My children have (laughs) having me play a song called Millennial Homesick Blues every day on the way to school by a band called Devin Kane Solutions because they think part of the song sounds like a bit in uh, This is Halloween 
from the Night Before Christmas. Okay, so yeah. that's the only song you'll allow your children to pick. No, I I, I wish they'd pick more songs. I like that song, but I'm like, please pick more other songs. But it's they just pick the same song back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, I I know why my my dad hated when me and my brother chose the music, and it's because I'm sure it was that. Yeah. It's a hundred percent that. Um, how do you feel the, about the fact that Echo is missing from Disney's release calendar for 2023? Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess, I mean, all stuff got, like, being pushed back because of the strikes. Obviously, Dune got pushed back to uh, March today. Dune Part 2, that is. Dune Part 2? Yes, Dune. Oh, Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it got pushed back to March? Yep. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's that no was like a holiday sp- release, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's kind of surprising. Because the actors can't promote it during the SAG strike. Uh, yeah, so they're hoping yeah. it'll be ready to roll by then. That's annoying. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the Here's some news on the SAG strike. It's still happening. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking annoying. I know. That's real annoying. Yep. Because, ugh. Ah. God damn you, rich people. Um, uh, Disney, uh, just like Netflix, is going to be cutting down on password sharing. I don't be like it. Sucks. Same thing. It, it doesn't really affect me personally, but it, it does suck. No, I do password sharing on a lot of other platforms mm-hmm. with, with buddies of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, luckily, Disney Plus is not one of them. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, all my all my friends have their own children, so they, they feel like they have to be invested in that one, anyways. Um, uh, we reported last podcast, as did uh, Gal Gadot, that Wonder Woman three is in development. It is not. Okay. Yeah, that uh, has been confirmed that it is actually not in development. There are talks about it happening. Sure. Uh, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. And obviously, I'm sure it'll happen with Gal, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's a long ways off. Yeah. 26? I mean, everything can look it's so far off with the strike ongoing, too. I mean, are you, if you're predicting when Wonder Woman 3 would be coming out... 2027, I would say. Yeah, 6-7, yeah. Seven. yeah. yeah. It's not, don't expect it sooner. Yeah. It's not coming then. Um, last bit of news, and this is kind of a cool one, but again, it's a rumor, uh, but supposedly Vanessa Kirby and Joseph Quinn are going to be signing on to play Sue Storm and Johnny Storm in the Fantastic Four film. We'll see. Okay, sure. sure, sure. I, I, I've but seen. how do you feel if that is the casting? I, I think I'd be fine with that. I don't, I don't have any issues with that. Do you, are you familiar with with either actor? I'm sure I know that you are. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's I'm like I'm at the point for as far as casting goes. Like I pretty much trust Marvel. And say sure. like like I I don't think they've had especially the big yeah yeah castings. Yeah, this. Joseph Quinn. Uh, for these people who you these are obviously not large names. Joseph Quinn is from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most recent season, he was the long haired uh, jabroni that spoiler alert for Stranger Things. Died at the end of the yeah. season. Uh, Vanessa Kirby. Uh, she was in a lot of Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the rest of her acting schedule looks like, but she's great. Yeah. I really enjoy her in those movies. Yeah. I'm excited. We'll see. I've seen so many rumors for, for those two roles that I'll wait to see until something's set in stone. Yes. Uh, I guess that leaves us with Blue Beetle. Today's yeah. topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so before going into it, what were your thoughts on Blue Beetle before you saw the film? I thought that they were pretty fucking desperate to get me in the theaters. Um, 
I got lots of notifications about free and discounted IMAX tickets. Oh, really? To which I took advantage of. Sure. I show up for my IMAX Thursday, the day that the movie opens. Yeah, yeah. There's maybe 30 other people in there with me. I saw it. I saw it like a Tuesday noon showing also like at IMAX. Sure. Uh, but there's, you were probably one of five. One of three. Yeah, there you uh, go. I will say this movie did open number one. It dethroned it Barbie. It but it's the lowest opening for a DC movie ever, I want to say. It's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, and like, I get it. I mean, part of it might be because... Superhero fatigue. Well, real. I think there there can be no promotion of it due to the SAG strike as well. Uh, superhero fatigue could be a part of it. I think also it's because people who are in the know know this is not going to have any connective tissue with James Gunn's DC... Yeah, we're really well. wrapping up the old yeah. DC stuff here. Also, this was supposed to be an HBO Max movie originally as well. It wasn't meant to go to theaters. I would love this a lot more as an HBO Max I, movie. I, I feel the same way. And yeah. Okay. So, with that being said, so what do you think of the movie then, just overall? I I thought that it lacked a lot of heart. I thought that... I was dead in the water halfway through until they, uh, I'm just going to be you my, my full, sure, sure. full overview. So uh, again, spoilers for this, uh, until the dude's, uh, dad had a heart attack and died yeah. and you know, you get some, some emotion when you really needed it. And then it went away again. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that you say that too, because my thoughts mirror yours, but I was reading some of the online, a lot of the online discourse around this movie. And like people really seem people that went to saw opening weekend, obviously be more target audience, but they seem to really enjoy it and really love it. Yeah. And I think part of it, like I was reading, a lot of people said that like I grew up in like a like Mexican household, uh, and like this like this was like the family dynamic was like a lot like my family, and like like I I didn't have that like dynamic at all. Like in like my family, it wasn't like my household. It's like I that wasn't me. Cause like I was watching this movie and I was like, Oh, this is a movie about family. We just had Shazam too, which is also about family. And I thought Shazam did that better between the two. Yeah. And then if you're comparing, honestly, you know, uh, fast 10 really nailed that, <laughs> fa- that family drive. I, I think my biggest problem with the film for me is that really almost none of the humor landed with, for me at all. None. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked Rudy. Okay. Yeah. No. And uh, uncle, I, I thought I thought the casting uncle. I thought the casting was well done. Uh, I thought the casting was perfect. Uh, I, I thought Zolo did a really good job as uh, Blue Beetle as Jaime Reyes. He was great. Uh, I loved his sister. Uh, the dad as well too. He's she, in the yeah. Apple TV show Acapulco. He's great in that too. For anyone that hasn't seen that, uh, Zolo was in or is in the Karate Kid TV series on Netflix. I can't remember what that's called right now. Who's Blue, that? Uh, Blue Beetle Jaime. Okay. He, yeah, he's in that. Uh, but like, and I, I even enjoyed Susan Sarandon as uh, the, villain, the villain, the big bad. But like, this movie to me felt like an early two thousand type of superhero movie. Yeah, it felt like we were really, and I don't like the the superhero fatigue, yeah, yeah. Uh, narrative a lot. But man, when we're getting you know origin story after origin story and just getting beat over the head with the same shit. Your parents are dying, and yeah, yeah. Now you're you've got the investment, and yeah. like. I just, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, it's, and I, I agree. And like, it's one of those things to we've where. I've seen it. I mean, it's, it's powerful. Yes. What we've seen yes. this. And like, I'm at the point now to where like, mm. 
I get it. Blue Beetle is not especially well known character, so you feel the need to do like a a, a full origin story. Yeah, but like you got to start somewhere. For me, like once like Jaime got the scarab, I wanted just more of Jaime. Like in the suit, in the, I'll say this: the suit was phenomenal in this. I, I loved the suit design. The suit looks incredible. When Jaime transformed for the first time, that was like Cronenberg esque, like body horror as well too. Uh, I thought it was straight. A big Cronenberg. It kick. is, but like it was, like it was, like going to the spy and like stuff, like you know, when it spinning out his body. Yes, yeah, 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 him being sure. stuck on the I'll ceiling. Yeah. Uh, whenever Jaime though like burst through the ceiling, like his family was like smiling. Like I felt like his like family was like was not reacting appropriately to like that situation, which took me out of the film uh, yeah. a bit. I feel like somebody because uh, it was terrifying. Phone, yeah, they were like they were just yeah. screaming and like ah, yeah. big mouths and uh, wide eyes. I did love that, even though it was in the film. Really, that Ted Cord was a part of the film, the original Blue Beetle. Sure, um, I love seeing like Ted Cord with Blue Beetle cave with his OG Blue Beetle costumes. I thought that was like a nice. I, I loved like the design of the cave with like the early mid nineties like design, like tech and everything in there. Yeah, the old suit was great. They they talked about, uh, the director said that uh, he had uh, Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis yeah. in mind to play Ted oh, yeah. Cord, which would have been obviously yeah. great casting. Yeah, I think it would be great. Yeah, I don't think you yeah. would have got him no. for this. I, like, I love seeing Ted Cord's Blue Beetle, like, bug that, that he flew around in. That looked phenomenal as well, too. Yeah. At the same time, I hated whenever the bug farted everywhere and it made farting noises. Oh, my God, the weird fart yeah. jokes. yeah. Like, like whenever, and like, okay, so Jaime doesn't kill people. Well, he's Blue Beetle. He shouldn't kill people. Which I, but I don't. Which, which, which to me is fine to an extent. Sure. But then, like, Uncle Rudy clearly kills people in the loot. Like, he stabs a guard, like, through the chest. Yeah, his grandma's like, like, and, people, and, and, and then his sister makes a joke about it. straight up murderers. He lets uh, the, the OMAC uh, go kill Susan Sarandon. Like, he, he just watches, like, lift up. so he basically killed her because he, he doesn't do anything to stop yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, he is responsible for her death. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's very weird. It's, I thought visually this film was, was really good, but I thought it had a lot of, a lot of problems from the screenplay for me. Yeah. Uh, the story wasn't, wasn't great. I mean, yeah. it, if this was, in 2008, and we hadn't yeah. seen Iron Man yet. Yeah. This would be fucking and like, incredible. It does like to me like the cardinal sin of like, there's a big chunk of the movie where Zola's in the Blue Beetle suit, but he doesn't have his mask on or his helmet uh, and leaving his face uncovered, which we don't need to see that because like one, he's not like an RDJ to where he's like a big marketable name and producers think that people like want to see no, his face. you should have yeah. that mask on. And it looks a lot cooler with the mask on as well too. It does. Yeah. And like the weaponry wasn't, I like the variety of the weaponry. I like, and another, I think the problem is that like the beats of this film are a lot like the first Iron Man film, even like the villain, but it's just not as good as the first Iron Man film. The, the relationship between Jaime and the Scarab itself is like Venom, but it's not as good as a relationship as Tom Hardy in the Venom symbiote in the Venom films either. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a clever rework of, of Marvel and their yeah. their cinematic team and DC doesn't have it. No, and I like you said. I think I would have enjoyed this film a lot more had it been like yeah, it, the it, AI interface for the Beetle. I could not stand. Yeah, it. Uh, I wouldn't do this film a lot more had it been an in, in HBO Max release like it was originally intended. Yeah, if this just popped up Friday, yeah, on my HBO, yeah. I'd be like, uh, yeah. on my Max. Yeah, sorry, yeah. on yeah. Max. Yeah, 
Don't sue me, AT&T. Uh, yeah. AT&T's not a part of it anymore. They, they sold it off to Discovery. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Gross. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I probably would be rating it higher had I viewed it like yeah, under those circumstances. Absolutely. And like, I don't want to say that like, this wasn't a bad film. And like, I can see why it resonates with a lot of people. But it, it just didn't hit those notes for me at all. For everything that we're saying, I think this is a, a good comic book movie. Which is crazy because and, we're doing nothing but yeah. shitting on it. But this was yeah, and there are a lot of like, like we talked the about actions fun. The action is fun. CGI is top yes. notch. Yeah, and like it's really great. The when like Jaime uses like the blasters on the scare, like it feels great. It feels rewarding. Yeah, the well guns too. themselves. But like again, they're attached to his armor. The way that they change, it all looks really, really. But clean. going back to like script problems, like there are times where they're in the middle of like being pursued by the villains and stuff like that too, or they're about to be like shot. And like Jaime or somebody else will be like, you need to get them out of here. Like, of course. Like, they realize that. D- don't stop fighting people. Like, having a conversation in this hallway, you're, you're being pursued by evil. Also, Harvey Guillen from, uh, how do you say his last name? Harvey Guillen. Guillen from What We Do in the Shadows. Severely underutilized in this film. Yep. Uh, does not yeah. get uh, much of a, Makes a it, role at no. all. And Makes the most of the two minutes that. Yes. And the most pointless sacrifice, yeah, like, ever. That made no sense. Yeah. Uh, and you could see that that Harvey was going to sacrifice himself because he made uh, a judgmental uh, yeah. face within the first three minutes. Yeah, of the movie. exactly. Like, what are, what are we doing? Uh, we didn't. Oh my! I can't remember our first name, which just makes it terrible. But Ted Cord's daughter, who's in the film, the love interest. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but she she was really good. I almost forgot the fact yeah. that that was a part of the storyline. I'm not going to even lie. It did kill me though that like she's obviously like filthy rich and like Jaime's like family's like house like like burned down to the ground. Uh oh, and she just buys him a car instead of like hooking him yeah. up with a house or something? Yeah, yeah. Just like just like be like like don't worry that like She's like here's this eighty thousand dollar car, but like, you know, sorry about the house. And at the end too, how like Rudy doesn't like trust like coordinates reason like, well, she's running it now and like you should trust her. Like like w- yeah. what more does she need to do to, to prove to you that she's not going to like Gentrify your yeah, neighborhood or that, anything. That was, that was insane. Uh, Ginny was her first name. Oh, cool. Super yeah. memorable name. I just couldn't remember for the life of me. It's driving me crazy. By Bruna Marskian. I can't say her last name as well. But like, she, she was really good. I really enjoyed her. And I'd like to see her in more yeah, roles as well, too. I thought she was solid. Uh, would you be okay with... No, none of the actors are poor. Yeah, I was going to say. So would you be okay if Blue Beetle continues under DC's, under game, James Gunn's DC Universe, with Zolo keeping the mantle? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. have no issue with this cast of characters. Yeah. What we've got set up here. I have a problem with a grandma. Yes, I agree. I, I People love that. I, I, I hated that, all of that. I couldn't stand it. Yeah. If you're going to make grandma a rebellion leader, yeah. make her a fucking badass. Yeah. Don't beat around the bush and do this nonsense where like, but oh, just looks she so looks ridiculous. Like she's on desk door w- w- with her carrying like, creeping the, the, around. like the heavy weapon, like the heavy assault so rifle. So dumb. Yeah. So yeah. dumb. Yeah. And just, just blasting. I don't know. If you want to make some cool grandma jokes in there, I'm, yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. You can do it. Be smart. This yeah. wasn't smart. I did like the visual. It was ridiculous to see Susan Sarandon. I thought like I was being placated yeah. to and talked down to. Yeah. We were going to see her pull out like that P90 in the helicopter to, to shoot Ginny with. That was uh, nice. But I, I did like the bubble gum, like the visual of the bubble gum, like rolling out of the helicopter and bouncing on the ground and all that. The bubble gum that Cord developed for Ginny. 
Yeah, that also, was cool. like small stuff. Like I loved when they were at the abandoned court mansion. But they should have done more of that. Yeah. We have one thing that she was it was a throwaway line too. Yeah. She's like, Oh, what's the what's the bubble gonna do? Oh, it's not that. Uh, and then it, we don't talk yeah. about it, and then we just see this bubblegum. Like, we don't know that he does yeah. these cool little nifty tricks. I did Show us that. Love that the abandoned court mansion had like the scarab mosaic on the floor, had like scarab like statues like and, I didn't like notice the, that. That's the, the art of the home that's a good detail. although it would make it very obvious who the blue beetle was like if people <laughs> were trying to look it out this man is obsessed with blue scarabs yeah this guy also really that killed me is like when they He's go a gatsby type dude when they go to the beetle cave and uh and rudy's He's like oh your your father was a blue beetle and jaime was like who's the blue beetle in what world in what universe does a superhero exist in your hometown, and you had just never heard of him, and, and no one talked about him ever. Yeah, you're like mid twenty. Yeah, that like, literally never happened. Imagine every city you've lived in, and there was a superhero in there. Uh, even though it happened twenty years before your time, people would talk about it. You, you, you would be aware of it. I mean, if it happened twenty years before him, the Blue Beetle would, would be sixty. Yeah, which is not what's happening here. No, the Blue Beetle existed in his lifetime. Yes, in his lifetime, because he has him. No clue. Yeah, because him and Ginny are roughly the same age. This and, is and, and, he, and he was a Blue Beetle. Whenever he was raising Ginny. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if you're a kid, you're yeah. going to be like, holy shit. Yeah, you, you, you'd be obsessed if you were a kid. Yeah, in yeah. my town? Yeah. Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah. It's like a, like, a, like your hometown sports yeah. team. It's the Blue That's Beetle. That's what I'm talking about. Like, it, it's script problems. Like, it, and those are small things that, like, you, you can change. And they add yeah. up, though. Yeah. And if you got one or two of them, it's fine. But when you've yeah. got 40 of them and they're just glaring and constant, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Have, have Jaime... Be have Jaime deliver like oh your dad, your dad was a blue beetle and have Broody be excited about that as well too like yeah. I don't know it kills me uh, and also the fact that Rudy just knows how to fix and do all this shit yeah. in the blue beetle scheme also, is super annoying too uh, we get a blue beetle movie and I know it's Jaime and not Ted but not a single booster gold reference yeah that was a little surprising I know not even in end credits yeah or even like in the cave having something like re- re- referencing booster at all or anything. No, or, I, yeah. I thought they would. Yeah. They'd been a lot cooler if yeah. they would have. Yeah. Uh, and I know that they talked about Sudeikis for Ted Cord. Yeah. How great would it be to do Andy Samberg and just do a, yeah. an SNL reunion? Have yeah, I Andy think Samberg, Samberg be would be a good booster goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get that yeah. dude in the gym. Let's go. Yeah. That would be amazing, actually. Yeah. Uh, Who? Okay, so I, I got Sandler, or not Sandler, but. Oh man, now I'm thinking Sandler. No, uh, I've got Andy Samberg as my yeah. uh, booster gold. Who who are you picking? If you're uh, picking an actor, John Wilson. <laughs> no, uh, no, another every one. no every no. You're wrong. Every time booster gold talks, Dude, it yeah. has to be a first person like peep show like <laughs> the thing. No, because that you know who John Wilson would play is John Wilson would uh, Calendar Man. No, he would be in the Tick universe. He would be. Yeah, that's true. He'd be Arthur. Yeah. Uh, come on. He'd be Arthur. Hey. Yeah. Uh, okay. So who are you legitimately picking to play Booster Gold? If you got to pick an actual person who could potentially do this role, who oozes unearned confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Oozes unearned yeah. confidence. Oozes. Yeah. Just. Adam Devine would be a great. Yeah. I could see. Because Durs, I mean, shit, Durs, he, he's a little older terrible. for it now in his hair. But like, I could see John Hamm doing a good job at it as well, too. John Hamm yeah. would be the perfect yeah. booster gold. Too old now. Yeah, yeah, agreed. yeah. Yeah. But oh boy. 
That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, shit. I feel like Aaron Taylor Johnson could pull this off. You know, the workaholics guys are coming to Tulsa, by the way. I did see yeah. that. We might have to go to that. Yeah. We'll look at some dates and talk off off air on that for yeah. sure. <laughs> I wish uh, it was just called the Tide Butthole Tour, but it's yeah, no. <laughs> TBT. Uh, good. We're, t- we're talking about it off air. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I would love, I'd be super excited if the, ga- the gun universe announced Booster Gold anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be perfect. Yeah, I think he's probably... My third, like, most wanted, like, DC... My fourth most wanted DC character. Yeah, who's your favorite lethargic blonde comic? And you put them in the Booster Gold Yeah, naturally. Um, Cool. Uh, What are are you going to rate this movie? One to ten. Six. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Six. Yeah. This movie had a lot of potential. Yeah. It's not a six. It's better than a six. And it has a lot of good things about it as well, too. We're able to nitpick. Yeah. We've been inundated with this bullshit. There are so many glaring, obvious things that need to be fixed with this movie. That could have made it really I good. Agree. I think this movie, you tweak yeah. six or seven scenes, yeah. you've got an eight movie. I agree. And like, so like the action scenes were a lot of fun and really good as well, too. Yeah. Which is harder for a lot of these films to pull off, but like this film does it. Uh, yeah, especially when you're dealing with somebody who's in a costume that looks like that. Like You can yeah. almost get in a Transformers territory. They don't do that. They make uh, it look cool. But we are, for our next episode, leaving the DC Universe. We're headed to Star Wars. We'll be talking about Ahsoka, the first... Four episodes of Ahsoka, I want to say. Because they come on Tuesdays, I think. And they're two apiece, yeah. yeah. So we'll be talking no, about... No, they're one apiece. No, two this time and then one after that, I believe. Okay, yeah. So we'll talk about the first, first four. four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said you watched Numero Uno. Yes. We're This is a Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched any of them yet. Okay. So Great. I can't believe that I have not. Yeah. yeah. I'm holding it because yeah. Saturday is a big day for me. I'm going to watch a lot of stuff Saturday. Okay, great. Yeah, more Big Brother Canada. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh my, yeah. so much more. So much more. So put much put more. that on the tagline. Big Brother Canada, so much more. Hey, sell it. Yeah. Ursa yeah. Cox, I'm here. Call me. Uh, I don't know what that means, but so for Henchman Comics, I'm Alex Eshback. Uh, and I want Ursa Cox from Big Brother Canada. Call me. Uh, 405-565. Henchman Easy. <laughs>